Good morning, men of God. Welcome back to the show. As always, I am your host, Todd Archer. And I am so glad you are listening today. As always, my prayer is that God is growing you, stretching you to get out of our comfort zones. I should be, I should say I'm praying for all of us because we all need it. No matter where we are in our walk with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we all need to be stretched, continue to grow as long as we are on this earth and in our mortal form until we are reunited with Jesus. As he continues to grow us, we open our minds in our hearts to allow his word to penetrate every aspect of our existence because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Men, this is happy hump day today. Halfway through the week for some that uh, focus on work and striving for the weekend. And that is the topic of today's show. Focus. Where is your focus? Is your focus solely on you? And what you can get out of this life? Or is your focus on Jesus Christ? Which leads us to the focus. Placing our focus on others which is where we need to be which is what jesus christ did for all of us up until the de- up and to the point of death on a cross um this this show is um just a uh i think it would be a reiteration of iteration of what Jesus calls us to be, right? He tells us to, if we're going to follow Jesus, we have to die to ourselves, die to ourselves, pick up our cross and follow him daily. It is a daily thing that we have to focus on Jesus. And like we've talked about in the last couple of episodes, being content where Jesus has you, right? And building the habits and being in his word and learning more who the father, son, and the Holy spirit are that we must continue to be in his word daily. The renewing and refreshing of our mind is where we need to be. And that is the most important thing because when we do that and when we see how much Jesus truly gave, not only to his disciples, but to everyone around him and for evermore with his sacrifice on the cross. Jesus was a person who focused on the solution, not the problem. Right, Jesus was the solution. Jesus is the solution for all for all of our woes. Man, I can't talk this morning. Uh, but 
with that being said, I think as humans, we tend to, even though we believe in Jesus, we love Jesus, we know who Jesus is, we tend not to take hold of what he tells us, that when we have faith of a mustard seed, not only in the size of our faith, but the length and time and duration of our faith, right? So many times we focus on the problems that we're having uh, immediately, whether it be financial, emotional, physical, whatever it may be, we focus on the problem, which only intensifies the problem. But if we can change our vision and look to Jesus, who promises us that he will be there, he will take care of it, but we have to give it to him. We have to focus on him in the middle of the storm. Just like Peter, Lord, if this you, let me walk on the water. Jesus said, come on. Peter went. Wasn't that Peter didn't have faith, because later on he declares that Jesus is the Son of God, right? He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. It was the length of his faith. And when things got hard, when he started focusing on the problem of the waves and the storm and all of that and took his eyes off Jesus, what happened? He sank. But our hope is that just like with Peter and Jesus extended his hand and pulled him back up out of the water and took him back to the boat where he was safe. So are we focusing on the problem or are we focusing on the solution and the solution in Jesus Christ is being who being more like him, being more of who he created us to be. He created us not to focus on ourselves and what we're getting out of this life, but what we are giving back and giving to others in this life, right? As a husband, giving back to your spouse, something that uh, I think all of us men struggle with at times because there's certain things that we tend to focus on that irritate us or diminish the hope that we might have for the future because of some of the things that maybe our spouse says or does right or our kids same way and you're like you think you've got them going on the right path right we're going to church we're talking about jesus we're we're growing every day and then all of a sudden it takes a left turn but and when it takes that left turn no matter whether your spouse your kids your friends no matter what it is it's okay because if you take if they take that left turn and you focus on that left turn instead of keeping your eyes on Jesus and praying for them to come back to the path and being consistently being who you are focusing on who Jesus created you to be you know and 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 modeling our life after his then we have to continue to stay on the path not follow him down the rabbit hole or the left path, the wrong path, the wide path. We have to stay on the narrow path and pray and put our focus on Jesus, not on what caused it to happen, right? Because Jesus is the answer to everything. So as we go through this life, we must focus on others, right? It's kind of like a buddy of mine, we were talking the other day and sent him a picture of something and it was like well that sucks that won't happen again 
and it was for a charitable cause and it was a representation of his company and uh i was like well that's kind of crazy uh that you say that i said instead of trying to look at it at how much it helped uh the people that it helped uh for in this instance we'll say it was for kids right I said, instead of thinking about what your business is going to get out of the donation that you made to this thing that benefits children, why aren't you thinking about the things that God has allowed you to do in that cost of that not so well represented sign, right? doesn't matter how your company was represented, 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 dang. But what is more important is that now some kid will have a chance to play on a playground. Some ch- some kid will have a chance at a scholarship to go to college that they never would have had, right? There's all these different possibilities because of that donation that you made that these kids get to do. So quit taking putting the focus on you and what you didn't get out of the situation, but put the focus on, okay, yeah, that's okay. It doesn't matter, right? These kids get to do something because of my donation that God blessed me and allowed me to have and allowed me to make that it benefits them even though I get nothing out of it. So that's where we're supposed to be, right? Our focus is on the benefit to other people because that's what Jesus was focused on, saving his sheep, right? Gathering his flock, You know, it's like the parable of the rich man. What I have to do to follow you, get rid of everything. Well, nope. Or everybody that he asks, you know, follow me, sell everything, come with me, give it up. No. Why? Because we're focused on us. We're focused on this earth. We're focused on ourselves. And and I get it. Right? I mean, I understand we have families that we've been blessed with. We have children that we've been blessed with. We have responsibilities that we feel God has put on us that we have to maintain and grow and and right. And Jesus says, if you'll just trust me and follow me, you won't have to worry about any of that stuff. Right? Because there's a peace that comes with knowing and focusing on the fact that without Jesus Christ, without the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you would have none of what you have. He has given you the ability to do certain things, but the focus is not to make those certain things that he has given you the ability to do and be successful at. To take the place of himself. You cannot take what God has given you or blessed you with and make it your idol. He still has to be the focus. Because you realize that he is the only reason you have what you have. And you give all the glory and all the thanks and everything to him. And you continue to strive to build relationships that glorify him, not yourself. So when we focus on the solution, not the problem, right? 
And then our life becomes easier. We don't stress. We don't worry about it because we know there's we're doing everything that we can do. You know, I, I shared on the uh, on the show before that I uh, heard a story that, you know, where Jesus was going to raise Lazarus, right? The easy thing to do for Jesus in that situation was to roll away the stone. Well, Jesus wasn't focused on rolling the stone. That's that's something that we were created to do, to move the stone in order to make way for the miracle that he was about to provide, right? So there's things that he has granted us, the ability and the minds and the all of the things that we have, no matter what area of life you're in, whether it's selling insurance, whether it's cleaning carpets, whether it's building houses, no matter whether it's being a fireman, no matter whatever your trade or your job or in this world is, our focus is always to be on rolling away the rock in order for Jesus to be present in that moment so that we may share the gospel of who Jesus Christ is. It's not my job to argue the authenticity of the Bible. That is my belief. That is what God put on my heart. So I'm focused on the solution and my solution or the solution that Jesus, I feel Jesus has in my life is to be able to sit here and talk to you about these kind of things, right? To be able to have some discernment in how things are going to work out. Not that I'm a prophet, not that I'm any of that greatness that, that the others in the Bible have had, but I do feel like he has given me, uh, you know, a gift of discernment to be able to take in information, process it, and and through his will and through his word, be able to see the truth and the outcome based on what his word says. And I'm so thankful for that. Uh, and I'm humble for that, that um, I, I don't know, it, it comes pretty easy for me to be able to do that. But um, you know, we have to focus on knowing who we are in Christ, knowing that we're heirs in Jesus. We have to focus on Jesus and his principles because ultimately that's our goal, right? Is to look more like Jesus Christ as we grow in age and wisdom for the time that he has allowed us to have. We can't focus on being dead in the grave. We have to focus on moving the rock so that Jesus can provide the miracle of us coming out so that we can be who he created us to be. And that is not to worry about what we're going to get in this world or what we're going to get out of this world, but what others can receive from us in order to better their lives, to improve their lives, to improve increase their faith in Jesus Christ. That is our goal as human beings, as followers of Christ, as being the father's creation, right? Being the creation that God made us to be. He gives us free will. He gives us choice. He gives us all these things, but our focus is primarily on Jesus Christ and asking him for guidance direction, wisdom, in order that we may look 
more like him. And when that day comes that we may be clothed in white with him. Right? It doesn't matter what you get out of things. It only matters what you put in. So if you're focused on what you're putting in instead of what you're getting out, you will have a life of abundance. Your focus will be in the right place. Right? Now, there are certain things you have to focus on. How do I make myself better? How do I keep myself in shape so that I can do what Jesus has called me to do? How do I take care of this temple? So there are some I things in there that we have a personal responsibility to do, which I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm not the best at, right, uh, that I still have to work on every day. But if I continually focus on Jesus and what he's calling me to do, and then I see the areas in which I'm lacking, I have to focus on improving those areas in which I am limited in in order to glorify Jesus Christ. You know, there's a lot of things, <coughs> excuse me, that we focus on. And I think one of the things that sometimes we get too caught up in is we focus on what others say about God's word. We focus on what men say about God's word instead of focusing on what is God saying to you in his word. <coughs> right? When I listen to other people, people I respect, mentors, uh, people that have truly studied the Bible a lot longer than I have, I listen to their perspective and then I match it up to how or what God has put on my heart. And then if I don't, it's not jiving or it's not lining up perfectly, you know, I I tend to go back and reread, right, with the prayer that God will lead me in a way that, Shows me that his truth, not the man's truth, not my truth, but his truth in the word. And, uh, you know, like I said, like I've said, but stated again, once again on this show, and then I will continually state it, is that it's not what you and I think about God's word. That's what God's word said. Uh, I was talking to it. <clears throat> Dang, excuse me, guys. I was talking to a friend of mine, atheist friend of mine again, uh, about about this and modern Christianity and people trying to find the truth. Look, I don't believe the Bible was written for scholars and highly educated righteous or appearance of righteous people that have a bigger or better way of understanding or interpreting God's word. If I believe the Bible is God breathed, then the words in there are for me, how they were written, right? Even though it's been translated, if we truly trust in Jesus Christ and God the Father, and that we have the Holy Spirit that is living inside of us that was provided by Jesus Christ and the and the Father, right? Then that word was meant just like it is written, just like I am reading it for me. For the, those of us who are not 
doctorate level uh, degrees, never been to college, but we can read and we do have understanding. It was made for the common people so that they have hope, so that they know the truth without depending on the corruption and the evil of some men in this world. So I take the Bible, listen to what people say. Like I said, there's there's keys of understanding as long as it is the point if I'm focused on what God's word is saying on how to live my life, then that's where it comes. Now, is there some clarification on details or time periods or what was happening in reference to give you a clearer picture of the bigger picture? Yes, but that's the reason the Bible is living called the living Bible, because it doesn't matter where you're at, or it doesn't matter particularly what someone else says. What is God's word saying to you? That's where you need to focus on, right? And then you take what God, what you think God is saying to you, and then through other Christian men who have been maybe in the faith longer than you, then you bounce what you believe God is saying to you <clears throat> off of them to help strengthen and grow your understanding of his word. Because we never, we never get to that point. We won't be to that point where we fully understand what he is trying to say to us until we're with him and we're focused only on him at that point. So, when we're focusing on things, focus on Jesus. Focus on what Jesus says. Focus on how Jesus lived his life. Always, always focusing on others. Washing, washing his disciples' feet. Right? Telling them, the focus is on me. I am here. I am God in the flesh. That is who I am. I am the son of God. So when we start focusing on that and take ourselves as much out of the equation except for our prayer time, our growth in God's word, and living our lives that looks like Jesus' life, right? Are we going to be perfect? No. We've already, we already know that. And that's just something until we are with him present in his presence, then that's not happening. But... We can strive and focus on what he is calling us to do, which is spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Love others. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And love your neighbor as yourself. Right? But to love your neighbor as yourself is you do certain things in order to grow your spirituality, your relationship with Jesus Christ. You take that time, right? Jesus took that time. Like I said, if you want time to yourself, if you want time to be in the word, either you go to bed, you stay up late, or you go to you wake up early and you get that in when you don't have to sacrifice the time with your spouse, where you don't have to sacrifice the time with your kids, where you are able to be present and available for those that God places in front of you for that day. That is what we are to do. Just like Jesus did, right? He took his time out at night to pray to the Father. 
He took his time alone with God to re-strengthen, to refuel. So when we focus on that aspect of our life, it is not to take away from what God has blessed us with. We have to build a habit of, okay, this is my study time. Whether it be whether you're a night person or whether you're a morning person, I'm a morning person. I'd rather get up at 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning, get in my Bible, do my prayer time, Right, think, write notes for the show, do do whatever, read a book that is going to help me look and be more like Jesus to implement the ways that are going to help me do those things, right? I'm focused on getting better and looking more like Jesus. And then when the sun comes up and everybody around me is up and going, then that's when I'm supposed to go out into the world and be focused on giving a better example to those around me that God has placed by me to be look more like Jesus. And am I, are we perfect? No. Do I fail? No. But I focus on getting better each and every day. I focus on that relationship with Jesus Christ. And the more you focus on your relationship with Jesus Christ, the less this world becomes important. The less the things of the world become important. Money. Right? I mean, all the the things that are bad that tend to what your feelings are, right? Don't focus on your feelings. How is this making somebody else feel? How is this going to benefit somebody else? Or am I just thinking what I'm getting out of it, right? Because we already know in the end what we're getting out of it. Eternity in heaven with our creator, right? With Jesus. That's what we're getting out of it. So we've already been paid, if you want to look at it in that sense. You've already gotten your reward through accepting Jesus Christ. Now you have an eternity that will not be one of the suffering of this world, the pains of this world, right? It's my belief as well. If we're focused on Jesus, then all the sufferings and pains that we're going through at this time aren't as bad as what we think. Jesus went through them. He made it through them, right? And if we're to look more like him, why are we worried and focusing on all the negative stuff when we have so much to be thankful for? That we even have a life to even that thought cross our mind that your spouse is making you mad. Why are you worried about that instead of being happy that the fact he blessed you with somebody that you love and care about and would die for? Right? You should be thankful that you even have a spouse. That you even have somebody that you can become one with, that you can share your life with. Doesn't matter if it's perfect. Nothing's perfect. And that's okay. But you know what? You start imagining your life, start focusing on what your life would be without that person, and you'll realize the value of that person. It's the same way with your children. Right? If we have if we're focused on the peace love that jesus christ has promised us then we can live our life like jesus jesus already knew why could he do all the things that he did because jesus already knew his focus was on the solution which was an eternity in heaven that solution was he had to die on a cross in order that all his children could be in heaven with him so he focused on the solution <clears throat> and as his creation and our acceptance of him 
being the son of God, that he died on the cross for our sins, resurrected on the third day, and ascended to heaven. Once we've done that, our focus should be on the eternal, focusing on what can we do each day, not getting ahead of ourselves, but each day, how am I going to make, how am I going to look more like Jesus to others today? Right? Now, like I said, there are things that we have to do in order to be able to carry that task out. Uh, because I tell you one thing, <clears throat> uh, there's a, a event going on this weekend and I have had the honor and been blessed enough to be there. And, uh, let me tell you what, there is nothing in this world that will exhaust you more than being in the presence of the Holy spirit for four days seeing the Holy Spirit work and move and just it's 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 so amazing and awesome that uh you need to be in physical shape. You need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of your body because what God's calling you to do is not easy. Especially when you are in the presence of the Holy Spirit. So that's part of our focus. We have to focus on getting, keeping God's temple, our bodies, better and healthier, keeping our minds in the right place, focused on Jesus Christ, his words, and how to live our lives, right? And focused on others more than ourselves. So when we can do that, then we have those three things, focusing on Jesus, and how he wants us to live our lives. Keeping his temple strong, healthy, so that we can go out and do the work that he has called us to do. And that, in turn, leads our focus to those that he has placed in front of us in order to be able to do the work he has called us to do. So, men, <clears throat> those are three things. Redirect your focus. Not on yourself and what you can get out of the situation, but focus on Jesus, how he wants you to live your life, strengthen your temple from the top to the bottom, open that space for Jesus to come in, and then live your life for Jesus by being present and humble and open to benefit others instead of yourself. Men until a Friday for the next episode. Uh, toss up, I have come across something that's uh, speaking of the temple, the body that God, the Holy Spirit lives in now. Um, I've come across uh, a gentleman who I believe is uh, 100% uh, right on track with uh his statement, some of y'all might have heard of him. I'm not saying the name right now. We'll leave that as a little teaser for Friday's show. Uh, but uh, it's very, very uh, key to keeping our temple healthy so that we can have the strength and energy to do what Jesus has called us to do. Uh, going a little on that uh, Friday. So until then, until Friday, men... 
as you do what you do today. Answer the call of men.